there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. Today on the show... We're telling the story of a scientist who had to choose between breaking the rules and putting a 140-year-old experiment in jeopardy. His name is Frank Tulewski. He's a professor who studies plants at Michigan State University. And Frank told us that he's been excited about seeds from when he was little. You know, literally since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. (laughs) And I can remember in first grade uh, that we would get excited as kids about pumpkins. Let's go to the, the store or to the pumpkin patch and get a pumpkin. And, and I was like, I could grow my own pumpkins, smarty pants. You know, it's like, you know, I have a seed. This is a pumpkin seed. I don't have to go to a store. I can grow my own pumpkin. And this little pumpkin grew up to head one of the longest running experiments out there. It started back in 1879 in Michigan. Scientists and farmers were seeing that seeds could lay dormant in the ground and then pop back up again. And one researcher was fascinated by this. He wanted to know, how long can seeds do this for? How long does a seed remain viable in the soil became a very interesting question. Like, if you put seeds in a bottle for 100 years and then put them in soil, would they actually grow? So he tested it. He literally put different kinds of seeds into 20 little bottles. Uh, the bottles were kind of like uh, old cough medicine bottles or maybe old whiskey flasks. And so they're buried on, on, on the campus grounds. Is there like a, a sign that's like, do not... No, no, no. We, 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 do not let your dogs here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, keep it, we keep it fairly well, uh, you know, uh, disclosed. You know, we don't, we don't want anybody, you know, going around and, you know... Uh, doing anything to it. Oh my God, so it really is like buried treasure on campus. Right, sort of, yeah. So who knows? Oh, I know where the bottles are. And here's what happens to those bottles. The original plan in 1879 was to dig up one every five years. They later extended it. And now they're excavating them every 20 years. They'll put the seeds in soil, water them, and see what grows. And this means that since the late 1800s, scientists have been faithfully digging up these bottles through the turn of the century, World War I, the Spanish flu. That was between bottle excavations, so it worked out just right. Through more wars and cold wars and shoulder pads and Britney Spears, bottles have been dug up and seeds would grow. And for more than 100 years, these bottles have been excavated in the spring. The last time a bottle was dug up was in the year 2000. And Frank was the one to do it. And even though this happened 20 years ago, Frank remembers it like it was yesterday. I got up like about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Frank drives out to this mysterious site on campus. He meets his colleague. They both stoop down really low, carefully searching for the bottles. You're down on your hands and knees with a paintbrush, you know, and then we found the bottles. He can see the last remaining few in the dirt. 
He leaves them there and covers everything up, hides his tracks. And then he took that bottle back to the greenhouse and then Frank and his colleagues spread the seeds on a tray with soil and watered them. And then you just wait. And the waiting is the hardest part, right? <laughs> I mean, the curiosity is like, come on, come on. But, you know, you know, as scientists who work with seeds, we knew that you shouldn't expect to see something for at least a week to 10 days. So, but, you know, that didn't stop you from going down and still peeking in and saying, you know, <laughs> wakey, wakey. <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> when the very first one germinated, I mean, the, the I, it wells up inside of you. It's like, Yes. Yes! <laughs> They're going to make it! Then the question just becomes of how many and, and who. But you know that, you know, when, when you see that very first one break the surface of the soil, the little kind of lead, you know, that pushes up and it opens. You know, you're like, wow, you're part of, you're part you know, now it's Now it's really real. You're standing on the shoulders of your giants. Two types of seeds still grew into plants after 120 years of being stuck in a bottle. So that was in the spring of 2000. And now, 20 years later, Frank can't wait to do it again. To seed, could seeds really germinate after 140 years? So when were you supposed to pop the next champagne bottle? We were supposed to do an excavation sometime in the middle of April. But by the time we got to April, you know, our governor and the state had pretty much, you know, issued a stay-at-home order. Um, that order basically, you know, shut the university down. I was, I was all gangbusters that no, come hell or high water, we're going to sit there and excavate a bottle and do this experiment. By God, and and it just got to the point where no, we, we can't. We, you know, we're shut down. Uh, it's just too much of a, of a risk to do this. We have to postpone it. And so, as as May was ticking over, how were you feeling? My disappointment's probably about the strongest feeling. It's like, you know, oh, geez, you know, you know, come on. It's been 140 years and this has to happen, you know, now, you know. Why not just, like, sneak in there in the cover of night with a little shovel? I mean, no one would know. <laughs> the world, the scientific world would know because you have to report when you excavated the bottle and how you did it. Oh, and then everyone know that you broke everyone the knows. rules. Frank doesn't know when he'll be able to dig up the next bottle. He's hoping in the fall, but he might have to wait until next spring. It would be such a beautiful moment of symbolism if they did regrow. Yeah, talk about talk about resilience. That you know, plants come back. You know, the birds come back. You know, our crops come back. We're able to cultivate and eat and and be happy. And and, and this whole you know, it's that a circle of life. <laughs> It's so much a part of who we are. I mean, it is who we are. <laughs> so much like Simba waiting to take the throne, one of the longest-running experiments in the world, we'll have to wait a little longer. And in this case, it might not matter too much. The seeds will still be waiting there for Frank. But in other cases, it's different. If researchers miss their window, then it's gone. To find out more about that and hear stories of frogs being stuck in labs, endangered sea turtles, and how Antarctica is dealing with this pandemic, you've got to listen to our full episode on this over at Science Versus. 
Just search for Science VS and then follow the links to our episode, Coronavirus, Labs Go Dark. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Back to you next time.